Psalm 46, Part 2 of Expositions on the Book of Psalms, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Expositions on the Book of Psalms, Volume 2, by St. Augustine of Hippo. Psalm 46, Part 2. 8. Verse 4. The streams of the river make glad the city of God. When the mountains shake, when the sea rages, God deserteth not his city by the streams of the river. What are these streams of the river? That overflowing of the Holy Spirit, of which the Lord said, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. These rivers then flowed out of the belly of Paul, Peter, John, the other apostles, the other faithful evangelists. Since these rivers flowed from one river, many streams of the river make glad the city of God. For that ye might know this to be said of the Holy Spirit, in the same gospel next said the evangelist, but this he spake of the Spirit, which they that were to believe on him should receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Jesus being glorified after his resurrection, glorified after his ascension, on the day of Pentecost came the Holy Spirit, and filled the believers who spake with tongues, and began to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. Hence was the city of God made glad, while the sea was troubled by the roaring of its waters, while the mountains were confounded, asking what they should do, how drive out the new doctrine, how root out the race of Christians from the earth. Against whom? Against the streams of the river making glad the city of God. For thereby showed he of what river he spake, that he signified the Holy Spirit by the streams of the river make glad the city of God. And what follows? The Most High hath sanctified his tabernacle. Since then there followeth the mention of sanctification, it is manifest that these streams of the river are to be understood of the Holy Spirit, by whom is sanctified every godly soul believing in Christ, that it may be made a citizen of the city of God. 9. Verse 5. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. Let the sea rage, the mountains shake. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. What is in the midst of her? That God stands in any one place, and they surround him who believe in him? Then is God circumscribed by place, and broad that which surroundeth, narrow that which is surrounded? God forbid. No such thing imagine of God, who is contained in no place, whose seat is the conscience of the godly, and so is God's seat in the hearts of men, that if man fall from God, God in himself abideth, not falleth like one not finding where to be. For rather doth he lift up thee, that thou mayest be in him, that so lean upon thee, as if thou withdraw thyself to fall. Himself, if he withdraw, wilt thou fall. Thyself, if thou withdraw, fall, will not he. What then is God is in the midst of her? It signifieth that God is equal to all, and accepteth not persons. For as all that which is in the middle has equal distances to all the boundaries, so God is said to be in the middle, because he consulteth equally for all. 
God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. Wherefore shall she not be moved? Because God is in the midst of her. God shall help her with his countenance. He is the helper in tribulations that have found us out too much. God shall help her with his countenance. What is with his countenance? With manifestation of himself. How manifests God himself, so as that we see his countenance? I have already told you. Ye have learnt God's presence. We have learnt it through his works. When from him we receive any help, so that we cannot at all doubt that it was granted to us by the Lord, then God's countenance is with us. God shall help her with his countenance. 10. Verse 6. The heathen are troubled. And how troubled? Why troubled? To cast down the city of God in the midst whereof is God? To overthrow the tabernacle sanctified, which God helpeth with his countenance? No, with a wholesome trouble are the heathen now troubled. For what followeth? And the kingdoms are bowed. Bowed, saith he, are the kingdoms, not erected that they may rage, but bowed that they may adore. When were the kingdoms bowed? When that came to pass which was predicted in another psalm. All kings shall fall down before him, all nations shall serve him. What cause made the kingdoms to bow? Hear the cause. The Most High gave his voice, and the earth was moved. The idols' fanatics, like frogs in the marshes, clamoured, the more tumultuously, the more sordidly, in filth and mire. And what is the brawling of frogs to the thunder of the clouds? For out of them the Most High gave his voice, and the earth was moved. He thundered out of his clouds. And what are his clouds? His apostles, his preachers, by whom he thundered in precepts, lightened in miracles. The same are clouds, who are also mountains, mountains for their height and firmness, clouds for their rain and fruitfulness. For these clouds watered the earth, of which it was said, The Most High gave his voice, and the earth was moved. For it is of those clouds that he threateneth a certain barren vineyard, whence the mountains were carried into the heart of the sea. I will command, saith he, the clouds, that they rain no rain upon it. This was fulfilled in that which I have mentioned, when the mountains were carried into the heart of the sea, when it was said, It was necessary that the word of God should have been spoken first to you, but seeing ye put it from you, we turn to the Gentiles. Then was fulfilled, I will command the clouds, that they rain no rain upon it. The nation of the Jews hath just so remained as a fleece dry upon the ground. For this, ye know, happened in a certain miracle. The ground was dry, the fleece only was wet, yet rain in the fleece appeared not. So also the mystery of the New Testament appeared not in the nation of the Jews. What there was the fleece is here the veil, for in the fleece was veiled the mystery. But on the ground, in all the nations open lieth Christ's gospel. The rain is manifest, the grace of Christ is bare, for it is not covered with a veil but that the rain might come out of it, the fleece was pressed. For by pressure they from themselves excluded Christ, and the Lord now from his clouds reigneth on the ground, the fleece hath remained dry. But of them then the Most High gave his voice, out of those clouds by which voice the kingdoms were bowed and worshipped. 11. Verse 7. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our taker-up. Not to any man, not to any power, 
not in short angel or any creature either earthly or heavenly but the lord of hosts is with us the god of jacob is our taker up he who sent angels came after angels came that angels might serve him came that men he might make equal to angels mighty grace if god be for us who can be against us the lord of hosts is with us what lord of hosts is with us if i say god be for us who can be against us he that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all how hath he not with him also freely given us all things therefore we be secure in tranquillity of heart nourish we a good conscience with the bread of the lord the lord of hosts is with us the god of jacob is our taker-up however great be thy infirmity see who taketh thee up one is sick a physician is called to him his own taken up the physician calleth the sick man who hath taken him up even he a great hope of salvation a great physician hath taken him up what physician every physician save he is man every physician who cometh to a sick man another day can be made sick beside him the god of jacob is our taker-up make thyself altogether as a little child such as are taken up by their parents for those not taken up are exposed those taken up are nursed thinkest thou god hath so taken thee up as when an infant thy mother took thee up not so but to eternity for thy voice is in that psalm my father and my mother forsake me but the lord hath taken me up the god of jacob is our taker up twelve verse eight come up and see the works of the lord now of this taking up what hath the lord done consider the whole world come and see for if thou comest not thou seest not if thou seest not thou believest not if thou believest not thou standest afar off if thou believest thou comest if thou believest thou seest for how came we to that mountain not on foot is it by ship is it on the wing is it on horses for all that pertain to space and place be not concerned trouble not thyself he cometh to thee for out of a small stone he hath grown and become a great mountain so that he hath filled all the face of the earth why then wouldst thou by land come to him who filleth all lands lo he hath already come watch thou by growing he waketh even sleepers if yet there is not in them so deep sleep as that they be hardened even against the mountain coming but they hear awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and christ shall give thee light for it was a great thing for the jews to see the stone for the stone was yet small and small they deservedly despised it and despising they stumbled and stumbling they were broken remains that they be ground to powder for so was it said of the stone whosoever shall fall upon that stone shall be broken but on whomsoever it shall fall it will grind him to powder it is one thing to be broken another to be ground to powder to be broken is less than to be ground to powder but none grindeth he coming exalted save whom he break lying low for now before his coming he lay low before the jews and they stumbled at him and were broken hereafter shall he come in his judgment glorious and exalted great and powerful not weak to be judged but strong to judge and to grind to powder those who were broken stumbling at him for a stone of stumbling and a rock of offence is he to them that believe not therefore brethren no wonder if the jews acknowledged not him whom as a small stone lying before their feet 
they despised. They are to be wondered at, who even now so great a mountain will not acknowledge. The Jews at a small stone by not seeing stumbled. The heretics stumble at a mountain, for now that stone hath grown. Now say we unto them, Lo, now is fulfilled the prophecy of Daniel. The stone that was small became a great mountain, and filled the whole earth. Wherefore stumble ye at him, and go not rather up to him. Who is so blind as to stumble at a mountain? Came he to thee that thou shouldst have whereat to stumble, and not have whereto to go up? Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. Isaiah saith this, Come ye, and let us go up. What is, come ye, and let us go up? Come ye is, believe ye. Let us go up is, let us profit. But they will neither come, nor go up, nor believe, nor profit. They bark against the mountain. Even now, by so often stumbling on him, they are broken, and will not go up, choosing always to stumble. Say we to them, come ye, and see the works of the Lord. What prodigies he hath set forth through the earth. Prodigies are called because they portend something, those signs of miracles which were done when the world believed. And what thereafter came to pass, and what did they portend? 13. Verse 9. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. This not yet see we fulfilled. Yet are there wars, wars among nations for sovereignty, among sects, among Jews, pagans, Christians, heretics, are wars, frequent wars, some for the truth, some for falsehood contending. Not yet, then, is this fulfilled. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. But haply it shall be fulfilled. Or is it now also fulfilled? In some it is fulfilled. In the wheat it is fulfilled, in the tares it is not yet fulfilled. What is this, then? He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. Wars he calleth whereby it is warred against God. But who warreth against God? Ungodliness. And what to God can ungodliness do? Nothing. What doth an earthen vessel dashed against the rock, however vehemently dashed? With so much greater harm to itself it cometh, with how much the greater force it cometh. These wars were great, frequent were they. Against God fought ungodliness, and earthen vessels were dashed in pieces, even men by presuming on themselves, by too much prevailing by their own strength. This is that, the shield whereof Job also named concerning one ungodly. He runneth against God upon the stiff neck of his shield. What is upon the stiff neck of his shield? Presuming too much upon his own protection. Were they such who said, God is our refuge and strength, a helper in tribulation, which have found us out too much? Or in another psalm, for I will not trust in my bow, neither shall my sword save me. When one learneth that in himself he is nothing, and help in himself has none, arms in him are broken in pieces, wars are made to cease. Such wars then destroyed that voice of the Most High out of his holy clouds, whereby the earth was moved and the kingdoms were bowed. These wars hath he made to cease unto the end of the earth. He shall break the bow and dash in pieces the arms and burn the shield with fire. Bow, arms, shield, fire. The bow is plots, arms, public warfare, shields, vain presuming of self-protection. The fire wherewith they are burned is that whereof the Lord said, I am come to send fire on the earth. Of which fire, saith the psalm, there is nothing hid from the heat thereof.
this fire burning no arms of ungodliness shall remain in us needs must all be broken dashed in pieces burnt remain thou unharmed not having any help of thine own and the more weak thou art having no arms thine own the more he taketh thee up of whom it is said the god of jacob is our taker up for thou prevailedst as it were through thyself thou art troubled in thyself destroy the arms wherein thou presumest hear the lord saying my grace is sufficient for thee say thou also when i am weak then i am strong it is the apostle's voice all his own arms had he destroyed as it were of his own might who said but i will not glory save in my infirmities as though he said i run not against god upon the stiff neck of my shield who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious howbeit for this cause i obtained mercy that in me first jesus christ might show forth all long-suffering for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting he maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth but when god taketh us up doth he send us away unarmed he armeth us but with other arms arms evangelical arms of truth continence salvation faith hope charity these arms shall we have but not of ourselves but the arms which of ourselves we had are burnt up yet if by that fire of the holy spirit we are kindled whereof it is said he shall burn the shields with fire thee who didst wish to be powerful in thyself hath god made weak that he may make thee strong in him because in thyself thou wast made weak fourteen what then followeth verse ten be still to what purpose and see that i am god that is not ye but i am god i created i create anew i formed i form anew i made i make anew if thou couldst not make thyself how canst thou make thyself anew this seeth not the contentious tumult of man's soul to which contentious tumult it is said be still that is restrain your souls from contradiction do not argue and as it were arm against god else yet live thy arms not yet burned up with fire but if they are burned be still because ye have not wherewith to fight but if ye be still in yourselves and from me seek all who before presumed on yourselves then shall ye see that i am god fifteen i will be exalted among the heathen i will be exalted in the earth just before i said by the name of earth is signified the nation of the jews by the name of sea the other nations the mountains were carried into the heart of the sea the nations are troubled the kingdoms are bowed the most high gave his voice and the earth was moved verse eleven the lord of hosts is with us the god of jacob is our taker up miracles are done among the heathen fulfilled is the faith of the heathen burned are the arms of human presumption still are they in tranquillity of heart to acknowledge god the author of all their gifts and after this glorifying doth he yet desert the people of the jews of which saith the apostle i say unto you lest ye should be wise in your own conceits that blindness in part is happened unto israel until the fullness of the gentiles be come in that is until the mountain be carried hither the clouds reign here, the Lord here bows the kingdom with his thunder, until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. And what thereafter? And so all Israel shall be saved. Therefore, here too observing the same order, I will be exalted, saith he, among the heathen. 
I will be exalted in the earth, that is both in the sea and in the earth, that now might all say what followeth, the Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our taker up. End of Psalm 46, Part 2